table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, Radio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Hello, welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don D and DNA. What's going on? It's Ace of the A and DNA. We bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree? Say so. 4460387. Set number to call in. Once again, 4460387. We got a lot to get into today. Uh Wildcard Wednesday was this uh past weekend in the NFL. If you looking at us visually, that's why I'm rocking my uh Bears hat. For because oh, Wildcard um, Wednesday. Huh? Wild Card Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> that's, how bad Wild... they got beat. that's how bad they got beat. <laughs> got the right, beat. Know, right. Wild Card Weekend. There you go. There it is. Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, be looking around like, hold on. <laughs> Not to be confused with WCW. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> All these busted challenges. Um, anyway. Listen. Uh... <laughs> listen. They doing their thing on that one, though. I ain't going to lie. I get caught up every once in a while. <laughs> 20 minutes later, <laughs> yeah. Ace is still scrolling. 20, uh, 20 more people follow, too. <laughs> 20 new people follow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, we got NBA to discuss. Oh, man. Are we going to have a season or not? We'll get into that. NHL starts Wednesday. See, that's where I'm confusing. I'm confusing. NHL and NFL. Okay, uh, okay, NHL okay. starts uh, Wednesday night, season opener. They got a big match uh, coming up. We'll get into which teams are going out to Nevada and what that means for the NHL. Uh, National Championship game is tonight. And who you got? Let's go ahead and just kick the show off the right way. Alabama number one. Ohio State number three. Uh, Ohio State, of course, got there by beating the brakes off of Clemson and shocking the world. I got felt a little disrespected by Dabo rating them 11th out of the um, top teams by the in the coaches poll. Each of the coaches give their their rankings, and he put them 11th. So that was the disrespect from that. Rightfully so, but I get it. You know that's good. It was good billboard material for Ohio State. It was. Um, and then Alabama. Of course, took care of Notre Dame. No surprise there. I mean, even if you went to Notre Dame, even if you're a Notre Dame fan, at what point does reality set in? Like, we we, we can't beat a top-ranked team. Period. Yeah, they're not Period. You know, on the one play in which the what's the Nazi hurdles a guy. Uh, oh, so people get you, you <laughs> no, but people people get caught up in like, oh, he hurdled a guy. I'm not taking that away. But if you realize that he then outran two more guys. <laughs> so for you to hurdle somebody means you a good two years. 
the, the time from him hurtling. But he hurtled him, and it, he didn't and miss it, a step, though. That's the crazy part. Well, even, It wasn't like he kind of stumbled anything. He hurt him like he was doing a 110-meter hurdle. That's, that's still for you to hurdle. That still should be enough time for you to at least gain some angle. <laughs> just go back and look at it and look at number 19 and tell me how slow he is. Now, if he's that slow, tell me how slow everybody else on the team is. <laughs> that's all I'm trying to get to. Like, at the end of the day, you can have good players and, you know, and wind up when you playing. I had this argument a couple, a couple weeks ago. You can, um, you can recruit decent players, have good players, but right, if I right. if I already know what your what your um, schedule is going to be for the next five years, you're going to play some academy school. You're going to play the lower half of the Big Ten. You're going to play before this year. Right. Two schools from the ACC, which usually would have been Miami or Florida State, but they haven't been nothing in ten years. Mm-hmm. And you get you play two teams from the Pac-12, Pac-12. Stanford and USC. Or Stanford and you know whoever Oregon or Oregon, but only one of those one of those teams over the last ten years have been decent. You know, it's been, Oregon. Like I'm saying, you it's it's rare that you that Notre Dame winds up playing two solid teams from the Pac-12, two solid teams from the ACC, and and at least having a solid team from the Big Ten. Well, the only teams they're going to play from the Pac-12 are USC and Stanford. So when last time Stan, when last time USC's been really good, like not in Lane Kiffin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so but you know, and, Stan, and, and I mean, and, and Stanford, Stanford hasn't been Stanford, good since um, since uh, old boy was there. He has since um, Luck, Luck, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck, or McCaffrey, or Ma- McCaffrey. That's a, that's, a, that's five, five years. So maybe. So what happens is you wind up going ten and one because you know the Dame. They stick you in the playoffs. Then your next two games, you wind up playing teams that have played us much harder. Well, for for one, you don't get credit for playing Air Force every year, and they do uh, get credit Wooden. for it. No, they, they wind don't. up being ten and one. They don't get credit for it because this is the first time that they've been in the college football playoff. The last time was when it was under the BCS. Well, even the BCS, so they even still, under they... the BC, but see under the BCS, it was based off a computer system, and they were undefeated. So being undefeated and being Notre Dame as a name, you're going to be there. And that's what I'm saying. So, but when you haven't, but when now that there is a committee, who unfortunately I don't know how they pick the four best teams, but whatever. Now that we have a committee that is picking the four teams, they still the got only reason why they got they they got in because they beat Clemson. Yeah, that's it. A month and a half ago, and 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 uh, when they got into this playoff game. We just seen them get their heads handed to of it. Of course, not because even. they're not good, and that that's my thing is for fans to be realistic. It's okay to pull for your team, to hope your team does well. I mean, I'll talk about my Bears when we get to that, but you gotta be a realist and understand what your team is and the makeup of your team. Well, Do you think about- that that uh, they're better than Texas A and M? Notre Dame? Yeah. Absolutely not. And I say absolutely not. Are they better than Georgia? Absolutely no. not. And Georgia had how many losses? Three. Two. Two before they um before the, uh, the bowl game. Before the bowl game, yeah. correct. So no. I mean I don't know if they would have dropped to six, but I, I agree they should they shouldn't have been in. They should not have been but in. I think some people looked at well, I think the committee looked at another 
Alabama Texas A and M matchup, and I'm not sure what the score was the first time, but uh, they beat them by, by 17, 20, no, no, 18. They, they beat them by plus 20 points. But it's hard to beat a team twice, especially in the SEC. And uh, that would have been a much better game than seeing Notre Dame. 52-24. Yeah, beat them okay. by 28. Hey, so, this is the reason why, well, I don't even want to talk about it because we can talk about it forever. Season to season. Season to season. Some, and so, what we just did with Notre Dame, rightfully so, is what they do to teams like Cincinnati. They want to talk about their want we'll talk about Cincinnati. Well, Cincinnati's schedule is what it is, right? It's not strong. You can't enough. help. I, I, I get. They I, can't help that that's who they play. Yeah, but they beat everybody they play. Yeah, I know. But so undefeated is different than one loss. I, I get it. No, what I'm about if to say. Cincinnati had had one loss, then it's like okay, well, this is a good program for this year. But you had one loss. They were undefeated. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to say because when people take people don't take this season into consideration, they want to say, well, you know what? It's the what 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 conference is Cincinnati in the AAC? AAC. Then they be like, well, the AAC cannot hang with a school from the SEC or from the Big Twelve or from the Pac Twelve. We've we've heard that excuse on paper before, and I can go to several games, but I just go to the Boise State, Oklahoma game. It, and when those when they finally put, got a chance to play somebody from the big schools, they beat them. You can go to years after that. Utah beat Alabama. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I mean, just it's been it's happened. Take take the season and give the school. So that's who most, you got? Alabama, Ohio State. I, got, I mean, is is let me put it this way: is is Alabama better than Indiana? <laughs> oh, they, how about how many? <laughs> I just asked one question: yeah. Is Alabama yes. better than Indiana? Is Alabama better than Northwestern? Obviously. I'm just trying to the last two the because what? Ohio State seven and oh? Right. Yes. Okay, because they play every I, I gotta they remember play, how, they, how many games they played. They, play, they play every other week. I only needed one hand. Every uh, day, but they didn't play a whole month mm, of September, then they played mm, every other week. Uh October. They came going late forward. to the party and then decided to be uh, a team that went undefeated. I'm gonna give some respect to uh, Ohio State just because they so well rested. What is the, so the spread? Is eight? I want to say nine. It? It's nine. Up, it's up to nine. Are they trying to get people to bet on it? Yeah, because nobody want to bet on it. Right. I wouldn't bet no money on thinking uh, Ohio State's going to be. Somebody did. Somebody put a half a million on Ohio State. Alabama they wins. They were by fourteen. By fourteen. By fourteen. I got thirty-one twenty-three. That's the eight. You right under I the got spread. Eight. Yeah, you not gonna cover I, the spread. Mm-mm, no, because I mean, I think it'll be one of those late scores that puts it up under the spread, like they did, i.e., against Notre Dame, um, where you know the game was over and they well, no, late I touchdowns mean, covered yeah, the spread. Alabama was taking the air out the ball the whole, after the first quarter. They realized so these, the these, same thing in this game. I don't think so. I think Ohio State scores some points that keeps Alabama. Motivated, so uh, well, it'll be thirty-one to what did I say? Thirty-one twenty-three. Mm-hmm. So it'll be thirty-one seventeen, and then uh, they'll score a touchdown and then try and go. Indiana got thirty-five on them. Take away two, take away two fumbles by Northwestern. Northwestern would have put up twenty plus points on them. Now I'm what going, I, I'm I, going forty from Alabama. I, I, what I hope Alabama doesn't do is try and feed Waddle too much to get him. 
going. back into the game and get going since he's been out for well, 10 weeks, I want to say. I think he might Just be, continue to do what you need yeah. to do. I think he might be the one that gets the catches because you're going to try to do your best to take away um, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. So I think, I mean, they're going to get a two-headed monster anyway. You're going to get Nassim. You're going, uh, not, was it Nassim? The running back? Yeah. Najee Harris. Najee Harris. I don't know why I'm thinking about Nas. Um, you go, I don't know why <laughs> you go to, you're going to get a dose of him, and you're going to get a dose of whichever wide receiver you don't want to cover. So I would I would leave me, I would let them throw the ball to Waddle to see how healthy he is coming back if you want to take your chance. It ain't even about health. It's about rust. You haven't played in 10 weeks. Well, that too. That's a long, long time. time. I, take, I take my chances I don't care if that. you've been practicing. <laughs> you playing you practicing against guys who are not gonna further hurt you. Not saying that he's just tentatively trying to do anything, yeah. but you know that you, you basically got a red shirt on yeah, as a wide been, receiver. He hasn't been popped. He, ain't, he hasn't been hit yet. He's been say. tackled, but he, he ain't, ain't been, been popped. popped. He ain't been popped in ten. And there's a huge difference but, in those two. So I say Alabama gets close to four. That 30, 37-23. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, what Alabama did do this past weekend, uh, speaking of which, uh, congratulations to Devontae Smith on winning the Heisman Award. He also won the... Belitnikoff. Belitnikoff. Wide receiver. For the best wide receiver. Um, and the Maxwell. The Maxwell for the best player. What year is he? Senior. Senior. Because he, okay, okay. he was a freshman when he caught the game-winning touchdown against yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Georgia, Georgia in the yeah, yeah, National yeah, yeah. Championship game with... Tua as the uh, quarterback. First uh, wide receiver going on the board? Yes. What's yeah. Waddle? Waddle's a Waddle's a senior. A senior too? Is he? I thought he I thought he was a junior. He's a junior. But he might he might go to the draft anyway. I would. You know, I've been hurt. Ain't no need to come back. I ain't no need to play in this play in this game and be gone. Win or lose. Right. The yeah, uh, he's a junior. He's a junior. Okay. Best kicker. Uh, went to Miami. He made 20 or 22 field goals uh, this season. The best punter uh, came from here in Atlanta. Uh, Georgia Tech's Presley Harvey. Yeah, he had a lot of a lot of practice. Yeah, a lot of time to kick it all the time. Uh, 48 yard punting average this past season. Um, as the Davy O'Brien for the best quarterback went to Alabama's Mac Jones. Uh, threw for 4,000 yards this season, 77% completion. The Outland Trophy to the best lineman, Alabama, Alex Leatherwood. Uh, 688 snaps, only allowed two sacks. Best Jim Thorpe Award, surprisingly, went to, uh, everybody thought Alabama was going to run away with this one, too. Uh, their cornerback, Patrick Sutan, but it went to TCU, uh, Trevin Morgan. He had 47 tackles and two interceptions. The Dope Walker, which is the best running back, Alabama. I think they won eight of the 15 uh, awards the uh, last Wednesday? Tuesday. I think it was last Tuesday. Um, Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, Najee Harris, uh, best running back. He had 27 touchdowns, 24 on the rushing, over 1,500 yards rushing. I thought they – I understood why he didn't get invited to New York, but I thought he should have been invited. Don't nothing. Well, they didn't happen. It was all virtual. He didn't get it. No, I'm talking, about for, I'm talking about as far as just his name being being called. He finished fifth. fifth. He was fifth. He was fifth. Because don't nothing move in that offense unless he's getting yards. Like I, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's, I mean, it would have been weird because like during the presentation, it's Smith, 
and Jones sitting there with Nick Saban. Right. It, it would have been a little bit much to have Harris Three. there also. Right. While Florida has one person and Clemson, Clemson has one, had person. one person. I'm no, I'm just saying. Well, I, I would, mean, they all had their, well, Clemson well with um, Trevor. He had um, his coach and his family there. Um, Trax, who is the quarterback from Florida, yeah, yeah it was by itself. But then you kind of knew, well, I'm sure they, um, Jones and um, Smith knew that Heisman was going to come to Alabama because they had to bring it in and put it next to him. You know, we couldn't see it off yeah. off uh, off of the camera. But so I'm sure at yeah. some point they're like, okay, well, we obviously know it's one, between one, one of us because yeah. it's right yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. No, and then it went to I'm Smith. just saying, I, I personally, I know people like this crazy because Smith, somebody got to get the ball to him. But I'm just saying I would have had uh, Najee. 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 I want, I, just I say got, Harris. I got Najee's in my head with him. I'd rather have had him than, than Jones. I just, I just feel the. It's a quarterbacks league. I understand I'm, in I just, college and in pro now. But if don't nothing move unless if you don't stop the run in Alabama with that offense, you ain't stopping you, nothing. Else. Then you play nickel and you know that's it. <laughs> no, but I mean, it'll be a while. Well, I, and I wasn't sure Smith. He he should have won, and I'm glad he did. But I wasn't sure because I figured some of the votes would be taken away because. It hasn't been since. I think he, um, he had just enough. What's his name from Michigan? Howard. Um, uh, not Howard. Desmond Howard. Yeah. Since Desmond Howard had a, a, a wide receiver has won it because you are more dependent in that position. But he had, I was say, he had just enough special teams played during the season. Yeah, one Howard touchdown did. special team. Yeah. I'm talking about uh, Smith. Smith. Yeah. Yeah. One of his touchdowns was special, special teams team. was a yeah, pop yeah. return. But again, it's still a dependent position. And it's so hard to win in that position unless you are running back because then they feed you mm-hmm. constantly. And yeah. it's not a yeah, – yes, only, you're dependent on the O-line, yeah, 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 but yeah. It, it's just special positions like jumping over a player, uh, hurling a player, like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And you have to have that Heisman moment. Najee had those moments. Smith, yeah, he had, you know, a three-touchdown here, two-touchdown yeah, here. Had it, but, yeah, but Najee didn't have it. I but he it. didn't have that moment. He would just – Consistent every single game. Yeah, yeah only four uh, wide receivers have won the award, um, along with a couple of cornerbacks. No, wasn't um. Well, I mean, the Charles Woodson is the only primary defensive player yeah, yeah. to have yeah. won it, but he also returned kicks. Right. But I think the other um, uh, there's Desmond Howard, Tim Brown, and Johnny Rogers. That's it. Um, Florida did get one um, award. The uh, best tight end obviously went to Kyle Pitts. 770 yards, 12 touchdowns. I got, I got a question for you about that. Now, he was also, Kyle Pitts was also a finalist for the Belitnikoff Award. Right, which goes as best <laughs> wide receiver. Where do you think he plays in the NFL? Uh, I think he is a tight end, but he can line up as wide receiver. He. Because of his size and the way he plays, he's going to be like a Shannon Sharp, who is listed as a tight end, but can play wide receiver. Uh, it depends on the matchup. So if you want to put him against a a linebacker in space, you 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 know, depend on who your defense is, then you line him up in the tight end. If the other team has pretty small 
DBs, then you line him up as a wide receiver because he has the girth and build to overpower them and the height. So it all depends on who you're going up against. But he'll be listed as a tight end. Yeah. Because he's not going to be – his primary role is not going to be a wide receiver, so I'm not going to draft him as a wide receiver when I'm not going to primarily have him out there on an island by himself all the time. He's he's um, playing a position similar to – what's the the Raiders' um, tight end? Uh, Waller. 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 Waller, yeah. Waller is a beast but just Waller, a lot. But they got Waller as a tight end, though. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But Waller sometimes – Yeah, sometimes he He's goes, out yeah. there as a, t- uh, wide, as a wide, wide receiver, receiver right. The um, – Remington Trophy for the best center went to Alabama. That was Landon Dickerson. Uh, he was also unanimous first team All-American. And then, of course, as mentioned, the best wide receiver and the Heisman Trophy candidate. And winner was Devontae Smith. Um, I don't think any of the awards were uh, a big surprise. Kind of stayed true to form. And it'll be interesting to see what happens tonight. Usually... The Heisman Trophy winner doesn't have a good game. Usually that's the quarterback or the running back. But as a wide receiver, we haven't had one in so long, once again, since Desmond Howard. So I doubt that he has a bad game. I think that a bad game would be more so, excuse me, on Mac Jones, but he didn't win. So I think that that proverbial They ain't having a bad game unless unless there's some turnovers because you can't predict that you know what i mean that's the x factor <clears throat> if alabama plays a clean game they win it by two touchdowns or more okay uh speaking of ohio state let's bring in their uh rival michigan they gave uh your boy jim harbaugh five years four million a year <laughs> to, to come back they gave him a reduction they they they, they, re- <laughs> they reduced it. He was making what five five million in a year, so now he's making four. Yeah, he was making like seven or eight. Seven he was among the highest paid. So they reduced the him a little bit, but give him five. You know, we'll give you an extension, but get, take some of the money back. You um, see the uh, the bonuses? <coughs> Say what? You see any of the bonuses? Like they get um, half a million if he wins the Big Ten. Or that means it got to be the Ohio State. Playoff. Which means he has to beat Ohio State. Uh, another million if he wins the national championship. Which means he has to beat Ohio State. Yeah. Which he's so, 0 5 in, and he'll be 0 6, but they didn't play him this season. They, they, <laughs> they're, they're another school that's just the mindset of just like Notre Dame now. Michigan people believe that they're supposed to be in a national conversation every year. They're not that team. And they, should, they should be happy with 8 and 3. You know, you know, eight, nine, and two, eight, and three, and every two years beating Ohio State. Now he ain't beat him in what seven years? He zero and seven, zero and five. Well, I, I, ca- I count this year too. You know they ain't played. They didn't play him. He won ball. this year. Oh, actually, actually this six. year he won this was, this because he figured five. out how he. He's uh, not to five. play him, right? This, one in five. That's a one in five. This was the worst <laughs> loss by not playing him. No, that was he stopped. Well. He, at the time, potentially stopped them from getting into the Big Ten. But the Big Ten changed their rules. So, so that's a win. He, that's he, actually a win. I take that back. He's 1-5. He 0-6. He 0-6. They were 2-4 this year. And let's just say, I, you know what? I don't know. Maybe maybe the AD and them realize that they're not, they're not as the, – the, the, the ground is not as fertile as – you know, they did some soul searching and, and realized, realized, you know what? We are 
we're the Michigan for now. We're or, not the Michigan or, of the past. Or maybe they put their feelings out there and people be like, nah, I'm good. I, I'm I'm not coming to y'all because I don't feel like going up against Ohio State. That too. Uh, you would figure it. Well, and he's he was the quarterback at Michigan years ago. So, excuse me, usually you try to hire within, so to speak. Since he but took- I don't see anybody clamoring to take that job. Yeah. And he was willing to take the pay cut. Why should I look? <laughs> why, why should I look anywhere else? Um, once again, in tonight's uh, college football championship, the, all eyes would be on the offensive coordinator, Steve Sarkeesian, who took the big job of being the next head coach out in Texas with uh, uh, replacing um, Tom Herman who I'm surprised got fired. But once again, if you can't beat your rival, who has, Oklahoma. Who has he not beaten the then, last few years? <laughs> that's what happens. Okay, then. And, it, but again, this was a pandemic. I, I'm surprised they pulled, because I want to say he had a 32-18 and 18 record, they which almost, is, they it's almost, not good, but it's not that bad. I haven't only been up, there three years. They almost gave years, up 70 years. to Oklahoma this year. <laughs> Oklahoma was knocking on. They beat. They beat them uh, the first year he was there. The, yeah, with Kyle when they had Kyler Murray. That, the first year, no Texas. No. Kyler Murray, Oklahoma. I know, but I'm saying Texas beat Oklahoma. Oh yeah, the first the first year Herman. That was, was there, 2018, and they probably stood in that. But that wasn't with his boys. That was with um, Nate um, Charlie Strong. Charlie, Charlie Strong's Strong. boys. That wasn't his. And but he you didn't, didn't get. He didn't even get a chance to have his full. Recruits come in now. When they ain't, he lost Oklahoma, and yeah, it kept getting he lost worse. Lost Oklahoma too much. <laughs> two, two, two times. Two That's what my one, thing. One is. out of three. Like this. Look, but like this. I think now Texas is. Ever since, however you think, Mac Brown. Mac left, Brown left. Right. They Texas has been more and more desperate to get back. They're trying to recapture 2005. Mm. Or at least 2009 when they made the national championship. Right. They've been chasing that for a long time. And they're going to be very impatient with, with coach the coach. Yeah. yeah, They let Charlie Strong go, and it seemed and, like he was barely there. Tom Herman, yeah. same thing. And he had a decent record. Yeah. And they were 7-3 and three this year. Um, and But it doesn't matter as far as when there's a there's pandemic. Some, there's some, gonna, there's some other happen. bad losses in there, too. But really, the two losses, and like I said, both of them got, they got worse and worse. So you, you right, know, <laughs> you go from. Well, that's a shame. I, looking at should have stayed in Houston anyway. Like, and the thing is that you know, should have stayed in Houston. Stayed. That, he, that was a gravy he, train. He, he was doing something though in Houston. That eleven he, and one every year. Yeah, he, he oh, was, when he when he brought it, he got Ed Oliver. Yeah, he was the keeping, best defensive tackle in the country. He was right. keep, he was being able to Becoming keep them Houston? boys home. Yeah, he should have stayed unless he did a Pete Carroll and got out before things went and, south. But you would have known no, by now. Yeah, because yeah, it, no, because he really left. Happened. He but left though. Even, even when you leave, sometimes it comes back. They'll yeah, still find it. But it's Houston. It came down with, with Pete Carroll. We saw that. We but saw that's it USC, coming. though. This is Houston. Houston but it is not Houston. Houston is, exactly. Houston is not going to be looked at under a microscope the same way as a Texas, a USC, anybody in the SEC. But they caught up the North Clemson. Carolina. They didn't like that. That was Florida State. They caught up the North they, I'm just saying, after the guy left, they come to North Carolina. It was like, oh, North Carolina, how did y'all get all these? Uh, <laughs> the same thing in SEC, Mississippi. How did y'all boys get? 
people but I said all SEC though. All SEC. How you get all SEC how gets you get looked at. To come down here, to, not Starksville, but uh, Oxford. The Oxford. Which is, but all SEC gets looked at like that because <laughs> I, everybody I snitches on everybody. But if it's Mississippi, like oh, who wants to go willingly, willingly go to Oxford, Mississippi? I know who willingly go, but or you, Starkville. But you could willingly go to Houston though. Yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. he should have you know? stayed. He should have stayed. He in was Houston. starting to take Texas recruits. Yeah, he should have stayed. Which is why Texas wanted him. He should have stayed. He should have stayed. Houston would have paid good money. They got oil money, too. So now Texas. I mean, they, Texas got their own network. Yeah. I mean, I want people to understand you have like SEC Network, ACC Network. They have University of Texas Network. Where, where is Alabama getting all their recruits from then? That winning. I mean, like, does it is it like a, a specific place? Alabama, Alabama, uh, Louisiana, and Texas, and they sprinkle and that, in they sprinkle in a Georgia and Florida here and there. Well, that's why I think that's why Texas got. But they home. They went after though. Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian to recruit to recruit like what he what was being recruited at Alabama, and like I said, they're they're being impatient with it because Tom Herman hadn't hadn't even been fired for like twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, though. That's why stuff. I think it'll be a closer game. I, 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 I don't care who it is. Once you take on another position, it's hard to give a hundred percent to what you're currently doing. You're split 60-40, whatever the ratio is. You're taken away from being prepared for this national championship game. So that's why, again, I think thirty-one twenty-three. I still got Alabama winning, but. Now you're a head coach of Texas. You need to figure out where the recruits are. They coming in? Have they signed? You know, some of that you have to make sure that even if you're, uh, I won't say micromanager, even if you're delegating, you still have to keep on top of certain things as a head coach. So that's taking some of his focus away from this game. Well, that, it's happened with, uh, with well, with Tom Herman when he was the offense coordinator at Ohio State. He was named the coach at Houston before the national championship game, and they still won the game. Uh, so it's not it's it's not unprecedented that now they most be able times. To it off. I mean, I feel I, I, I get the score, the game being closer than what people predicted to be because of that. But it's no, it's it's a total difference than when you lose your head coach, like most time happens. Well, oh no, you know I, agree, I, mean? I agree. So, yeah, so when you get teams like Cincinnati and. Chip Kelly leaves them boys high and dry. That, you know yeah, that, that's be, different. Uh, you know, a month out or whatever. Right, right. So, uh, speaking of Cincinnati, their defensive coordinator—I forgot his name right now—got picked up by Notre Dame. So Brian Kelly reached out and uh, snatched up their defensive coordinator. So that great uh, Cincinnati defense that we saw this past season uh, may not be quite yeah, as good as. Uh, that's the other reason they why were I think they should get those smaller. Not smaller schools, but to give the schools if you, who you are is who you are. If you eleven zero, give it to them because Marcus Freeman. You, Marcus Freeman, thank you. You wind up, you wind up losing coaches, and then you got a whole another senior class or a class graduates out. So they're mm-hmm. not the same, not the same team going into the next year as they were this year. You know, and then when now next year if they wind up being eight and three, everybody's gonna be like, oh, see, I told you they shouldn't have been in the, in the champion. No. Last year is the whole defensive coach is right, different is from this year, so you you know you can't you can't get focused on the past and try to put it on the present. Right. Uh, even in Auburn, picking up Mike Bobo to be the offensive coordinator, I don't know how that's going to work out. Uh, we saw what he did hey. at Georgia, saw what he did at Colorado State. 
Now to be at Auburn. Well, um, well, you got a quarterback that might as well be at Georgia, <laughs> Bo Nix. Trying to they they're trying to make this Bo Nix thing happen. <sighs> Bo Nix was not a fit for Gus Malzahn's offense. It wasn't. We said that earlier. Like either Gus got to sit him down or lose his job. One or the other. And so, he lost his job. So the 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 boosters chose Bo Nix over Gus Malzahn. You got two more years of being. This ain't the same as choosing Kobe over Shaq. I I, I uh, hope no. they understand it. <laughs> you know, like you got you got two ways to go. You can either go to the right or to the left. They chose the wrong direction. As Bo, much as I don't like Bo, Gus. Bo a sophomore, right? Mm-hmm. We got two more years. No, one. He going to leave after junior year. Who going to pick him up? He, he going, going to the league. Junior. He going, he going to, to the league. league. He's Bo Nix. <laughs> this is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 a.m. We got to take a break after this. See y'all in a minute. <laughs> Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter, DNA Sports Talk on Instagram, DNA Sports Talk on Facebook, DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website www.dnasportstalk.com. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Hi, I'm Vivica Fox. Every year, millions of animals lose their homes and end up in shelters. Learn how to help animals in need of rescue and adoption at AmericanHumane.org and be a hero to our best friends in their worst times. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Oh, you a fool for that one, Greg. Welcome back to DNA Sports Talk, where you bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so, 44603. You scrolling already, man? Yeah, you can't man. wait to after the, I had to go the show? To, I had to go straight to... <laughs> At <laughs> <laughs> 4460387700 is that number to call in. Once again, 4460387700. Go put somebody in a DNA t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Get it on fleek. Oh, you ignorant. Uh, let's go baseball for a quick second. Uh, the great Tommy Lasorda passed away this past week while we were off air. Uh, spent 70 years in the Dodgers organization uh, as a player as well as a um, uh, uh, skipper and uh, then just being a consultant and being around um, I think it was no surprise that he had the uh, famous nickname of saying he bled Dodger blue 
I uh, haven't been with, like you said, 93 years old and he passed, so that's all his life mm-hmm. that he's he known is, is the Dodgers. He was Mr. L.A. Right. If anybody told you anything different, would, <laughs> they were lying. Like, more, even more so than Magic Johnson. More so than Magic, right. You know what I mean? So it would be him. It would Lasorda first. For L.A.? For L.A. And then. Then Magic. Yep. Then Kareem. Then Kareem. Because Kareem didn't really want the spotlight. Yeah. Magic reveled and enjoyed it and embraced it and yeah. realized that, you know, this organization um, drafted me, so I'm going to put it on the yeah. map. Yeah. Uh, I guess, I guess, saying it that way, Magic, then Kobe. Yeah. Then, Kobe, then Kareem. And then, uh, to a certain point, OJ. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing, <laughs> thing about that though, he's he's, yeah, he can't, he got he got he got two. He was at USC. Yeah, USC, and then then went to Buffalo, obviously. Right. But I'm saying he got two two errors in LA. In LA. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so definitely two, two different. Two actually, different. <laughs> actually, maybe three because you know he had his playing career at USC, then you know won the Heisman, then he goes to Buffalo. But then after Buffalo, he comes back and he has the the you know starts doing the movies and the commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then that stopped for a while. You know what I mean? You know, then he really kind of fell off the you know I won't say fell off the map, but he, he was, wasn't as a superstar as, as active. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. As much as um, but then now he's back again though. Like Twitter has hello world. T- Twitter has kind of <laughs> yours truly has kind of. <laughs> but he's living in Florida though. He's living in Florida now. Yeah, that's, I mean, but it still revived him a little bit, you know. <laughs> like, so he has Twitter and forty five don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Only in twenty twenty twenty. Well, I mean, actually, they both killers right now. So you know, hey, and I listen. I'm boy. just telling you what. <laughs> yeah. We um, went this so early. My my. <laughs> My We're trying to wait for that segment. <laughs> My apologies. Back to, back to Tommy. Back to yes, Lasorda. <laughs> yes, the Dodger. No, but I think what um, Lasorda did was, if you didn't have a baseball team growing up, you became a Dodgers fan because of him. And I think that that's one of the reasons why they're so spread out. Um. He didn't have the advantage of Ted Turner uh, making sure you watch Braves games wherever you were. So you could easily become a Braves fan once again if you didn't have a team that either played well or that was in your nearby area, then you watched it on TBS. Or if you able were or able to watch a game, then you saw this skipper with this huge personality and he built this he built the Dodger brand. And of course, it didn't help. I mean, of course, it helped, excuse me, that you had the first black player in Jackie Robinson who wore Dodger as well. So he built upon that and made the L.A. Dodgers uh, a household name. And because and, and it doesn't hurt to win some. Win and when he won, what he won, he won in 81. And then in 88 was the, the I think vote. his biggest achievement because everybody had the A's winning it. Like it was. It was a foregone conclusion that they were going to win it, and to do it in five games now, the, the, was now the even A- more impressive. The A's win. I mean, that World Series was the um, was the um, was that the the the, the earthquake series? That was eighty nine. That was eighty nine. That was the following year. That was the year after. Okay, okay. 
But yeah, that ace team, you had um, Jose brothers. Canseco and um, Mark McGuire, Dennis Eckersley, yeah, Stewart, Dave Stewart, uh, Ricky Henderson. Was he on the team? Yeah. Then? Yeah, yeah. Hint, hint. Or was it 89? <coughs> no, I know he was on the 80. team in 89. <coughs> he was the was team I think he was 88. I think he was in 88, too. Okay. So, yeah, you talking about an all-star loaded team, and here's this Dodger team with only Earl Horsch, um, Hershiser. That's kind of about and it. And old Bob Gibson. <laughs> Kirk. Kirk, Kirk, Gibson. Kirk Gibson, right? So and who was who was hurt? Who was, who was hurt? hurt? Right. Not only old, but yeah, limping on one leg and one arm or whatever it was, both. But that goes. I mean, Tommy Lasorda thing was. Still don't know why was, they didn't check that back. <laughs> well, I mean, but he went against analytics. If they had analytics at the time, there's no way he puts Gibson out there. He always would go with his gut. They started um, showing different clips, obviously, when he passed. Uh, one of the pitchers was having a good game, and he had two hits off him, and he pulled him. He was like, you know, why are you pulling me? He's like, you just gave up two hits. <laughs> and he was like, but left-handers are coming up. He said, I don't care. He said, it might not be the right decision, but I'm the manager. I'm making this decision, you're out. So, you know, Annalise would say, keep men. Left-handers are coming up, you know, leave them in. But he was like, nah, my well, gut is telling me I mean, he from, not to do it. He's from an era where... GMs and owners actually gave the power to the skippers, whereas now the power is to people who look at all these numbers and, like I said, analytics or whatever. There's less power given to the skipper right. than there is. Now, to- it's nothing wrong with pulling up a stat and seeing that this pitcher has given up three home runs and seven hits to, to this batter com- right yeah. coming up. But if he's dealing right now, if he's throwing that snail kind of game i.e. Uh, Tampa, then you like, you yeah. know what? That was I'm going to ride it out this that time. Was a because... gut, that was a gut call, <laughs> and then that call was the analytics to pull, to pull him. So. Right, the analytics was like, you pitch five innings, that's it. Mm-hmm. No, this joke is thrown almost a, a perfect game. That, that you was, leave him in. That was predetermined. Right. So, um, again, I was sad to see Tom Lasorda pass away, but, man, 93 years, uh, can't complain Good about that. Good long life, yep. Very and he got to see Dodgers win it one more time. And he time. got to see it one more time. And was actually there. Uh, of course, they played in a bubble uh, during the playoffs in the World Series. So he was there in uh, Texas Stadium, Ranger Stadium, to see them win a the championship. Also in uh, baseball news, Bianca Smith is joining the Boston Red Sox organization this coming season. She'll be the first black woman to coach in professional baseball history. So... Good to see the the Red Sox. I, of course, this is not something that will go away anytime soon. This will be a trend. So get used to seeing more women um, in the dugout on sidelines. Uh, I want to say, I know real quickly in the NFL, it was um, three in the Washington versus Tampa Bay game. Three women, and then of course. Uh, last week or week before last, Becky Hammond being the first woman to coach an NBA game. So more women in sports will continue to be seen as not just broadcasters or sideline reporters, but as actually an uh, integral part of the game and coaching. I don't, I don't have a problem in any of it. I do wonder how much you'll see it in NFL as far as on the sideline because there's, there's not a, there's not a. So there's, you know, there's women's baseball, softball, you know what I mean? You know, and then there's women's basketball, obviously. So 
you know, the game is the game. But there's not a women's league in football. There's not a women's, you know, there's not a women's. There's an LFL. Granted, and some. But it's arena. It's arena. It's arena. arena. And some people will still push against that. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just telling you. It's tackle. I'm just saying some people will still push against that being really NFL. So, I mean, but uh, granted, we've seen a female kicker at Vanderbilt Vanderbilt. on the collegiate level. So, I'm just saying I wonder how how much. It'll obviously take longer in the NFL. In the NFL, yeah, to see more women on the sidelines. You know, in the front office, that thing of that nature, that won't be an issue at all. But on the sidelines. It, you know, we've seen the two, and we're not going to see the floodgates open because we've seen two. I want to say uh, San Fran, Arizona, and, and the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so the past weekend, the um, PGA had the um, Century um, tournament, and congratulations to uh, English. He uh, won in a playoff, uh, twenty-five under. Uh, Justin Thomas came in second at 24 under, but of course Justin Thomas is not making news for coming in second. He's making use making news for using a racial, I mean a homophobic slur after he uh, missed a putt. Uh, it's interesting that he's not getting the same vitriol as I expected. What did he say? F. He missed a putt and he, said F. You an old school. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's kind of been, for the most part, swept under the rug. He issued an apology and then gave the famous, this is not who I am. This is not characterized, you know, how I feel and what I think. Oh, there you go with that. Like, it I, is I, who you are. You, I, you I said it. I don't know if I would have gone into this is not who I am. I mean, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go down this road. Uh, <laughs> um, so he he's making the putt. He misses the putt, mm-hmm. and he says, "F fudge." I'm gonna use the word "fudge" is the word for mm-hmm. the homophobic slur. Right. I I'm gonna say he doesn't get as much headache because it wasn't directed at somebody. Correct. <sighs> that this is what you get when you mic up people. That I mean, I mean that's part know, of it too. Now, good, bad, yeah. indifferent. This is what you get when you mic up people to advance viewership. You're going to get this. And now, it, it, now with that being said, now he had said something else. Well, I'm going to go to my band <laughs> from the uh, NASCAR. You know what I mean? Who on the virtual, on mm-hmm. the virtual, you know, use the N word over and over again. You know, as far as being right. mic'd up and whatnot. <clears throat> You know, you're gonna have people saying, "Well, which one? You know, one is the one can't be worse than the other, whatever." I will say this in reference to the PGA guy. I don't. I I'm trying to figure out if, I, if I'm upset. I might have being I, okay. I'll be. Will be honest. Be honest. I've been upset. Before. Keep it a hundred. I've been upset before, and I have said that me being upset, the N word. I have. I have never said being upset. And say yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The the home and furbix so like the two the two don't go together, right? In my world, but now mm-hmm. I don't know. In his world, the two may go together. So, I think everything is in context. You know what I mean? Now he still should get 
you know, he still should receive whatever punishment, punishment or whatnot. But I guess consequences. But I, I can understand. I can understand not the backlash not being as heavy as you would think. And also, this is their off season too, right? Um, for the most, most part, part, I yeah, mean, ain't nobody checking for for uh, for golf right now. Like, yeah, yeah, the season is technically started. These are the first few tournaments. Um, they it really basically kicks off um, Super Bowl weekend, which is always the same time that the Phoenix Open, um, the well, yeah. what's this called now? The Waste Management Phoenix Open. That's like the first m- real competition. Yeah, we start when been, you start the year. So, you know, granted, you know, people who tune into PGA all the time, no matter what's going on. But then, if that's the case, you got to understand. If that's the older generation, that's why I say, oh, he went old school. <laughs> so, right. you know, um, I was listening to uh, I was listening to a whole album the other day. Matter of fact, the Blueprint, and I was like, oh, I forgot he had that on there. You know what I mean? Because like, oh, I haven't, you know, you haven't heard certain words in so long um, because it's not part of, you know. Everything now, you do got to be careful on what you're saying, you know, whatnot. So and how you say, <clears throat> how you say it or whatever. So it's um, you know, but it, be, everybody's going to see to see what the PJ does if Nothing. if more. Well, <coughs> it's such a sponsor driven sponsor driven thing. Maybe some sponsors pull out. But you also got covered because we got a whole lot of other stuff that we're worrying about. Right yeah, now. it's a lot. You know what I mean? It's a lot of other. National st- since last Wednesday, national yes. stuff going on that they're not going to really be worried about. About about not him. now. Yeah. Now it could resurface later, yeah. but by uh, then in, a, would... in another like let's say when the um, waste management happens, give your fifty give your fifty grand to the LGBTQ community right now. Go do some, get ahead uh, of it. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Go do some. Um, Go do some uh, community sensitivity training and community, all community that. whatever. Do get it. So when it come up, you've already done the time. He's like, already. look, look at what I've I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Go get you a uh, get you a guy that that you know what's the what's the guys that carry the um the, the, caddy. the caddy. You know, get you a caddy that might be part From of the, the community. community. Whatever. Just do do what you got to do. <laughs> um, while the. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers were getting blown out. I don't know if you got a chance to watch uh, the Tiger documentary, part one, uh, that came on um, HBO. No, I didn't. This past I was Woo-hoo-hoo. watching Pittsburgh get blown out. <laughs> you really watched that? And then they started coming back. <laughs> but by that part, the part one was over. <laughs> <laughs> they were co- this was this was the Tiger documentary came on between 14 and 14-0 to 35-7. So, <laughs> you have plenty of time to watch part one and then come back to it. But um, if you do get a chance, please watch it. Uh, part two will be this coming Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm pretty sure after that, they release uh, one and two on some type of platform, whether it's uh, Hulu, Netflix, or or something. Somebody will pick it up. Um very good documentary. I, I'll give you some, some, some takeaways. His dad was a trip. Earl, um, the way he he, how can I say this? He built Tiger Woods. 
Now, if you don't know, his real name is Eldrick. Eldrick Woods was born by uh, Tita and Earl, mm -hmm. but he built, he manufactured Tiger Woods. And you can, it was so evident in the way that he always had him training and playing constantly. Um, the jiggling of keys and whatever, walking in his line, which you don't do as a golfer, anything to try and distract him because he was preparing him at, this is again at 12 years old, preparing him for the PGA Tour, which wouldn't be till he was uh, eight, uh, 20 years old. Like, who thinks to do that eight years before it happens? Uh, one of the other big takeaways was, of course, Tiger being on Oprah and calling himself uh, Coblin Asian. Uh, they went back and revisited that. But in the same breath, you were talking about you wouldn't, you couldn't even get on certain courses because you were black. So obviously because of the times that we're even in, that was a big thing. And Nike chose to do that in a commercial was to feature this young man who had won three straight uh, amateur titles and to say, we're going to play the race card. And they played it well because it gained a whole new audience mm -hmm. that weren't golfers, <laughs> yeah. just the, the casual just the, the person yeah, fan, yeah. Uh, figured out who Tiger was because of looking at this black person that was in this, and to quote the words, elitist white mm -hmm. sport. Yeah. And there were certain things that they hadn't, golf at the time, and just recently still hadn't, you know, they, there's hadn't allowed people of color to to be, you know, part of the league, part of the membership. At Augusta and, National. And, then you and that was at, only, um, that's part of the um, documentary as well. And, and so not only just people of color, but also women as well. Women too. So, you know, yeah. So at that time in the mid 90s, you had, <clears throat> you had uh, certain, uh, certain golf was still, still in the 1960s, basically. Yeah. Correct. Um, the other thing that stuck out, and I don't want to give too much of it away, he broke up with uh, one of his girlfriends, and he wrote her a letter. And it was so robotic in the response that he gave to her because what happened was he had come home from college, and he went to her and her family's house before he went to his folks' house. So he stayed there and he lied to them about it. So they made him break up with her. Uh, again, I don't want to give too much away, but it, it's just something. And she could have been the one. He probably wouldn't have got that eight iron <laughs> <laughs> later on. That, that's going to be part of uh, part two of the documentary. But yeah, it's you also see. Again, I don't want to give too much. You also see why. Tiger was the way that he was with his wife, Elon, later on, uh, after his dad passed away. You understand why the, the women came out, why he was doing that based on what he saw. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, the, one of the other big takeaways was uh, the ex-girlfriend that he had during high school and in college. Um, and then even one of his friends was talking about, you know, it, it went into his boat and why it was named Privacy. It's because everything was golf. 
he had to become Tiger Woods. So there was no being a 16-year-old, being mm. a 17-year-old, doing those things that were normal, uh, going bowling, going to see a movie. You know, he only did that when he was away from his family. So never really having a childhood, you start to understand why Tiger is the way that he is or was the way that he was growing up. Then when he went through the whole scandal, that piece of it is understood and even how he is now. Because this is a different Tiger that we have. It's not the the stern, um, kind of walled off. Yeah. I'm only going to give the media certain things. And even some of the players, um, this wasn't a documentary, but even when he came back from the whole scandal, it was like, this is a different Tiger. This is one who is more relaxed, more open and, and joking around. You didn't have that machine. Yeah. He's, he's starting to come back to Eldrick Woods now, as opposed to being Tiger Woods, this robot, this machine. Well, I need to be Tiger Woods for a couple more years. <laughs> Just so you can win. Get that 18. Then you can do whatever you want to do. I don't Eldred, think he's going to do Tiger, it. whatever it is. I don't think he's going to do that, though. Tiger King, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to do that. Uh, one of the, the funniest things was him and Phil's rivalry. It's a real rivalry. Uh, even to where Tiger's mother made a comment about Phil. Again, you got to watch it. But it was at the Masters. I want to say it was 2001. Uh, the par 5, 13. That dog legs left uh, coming around Ray's Creek. Uh, Phil hit his best drive of the day with a driver. Just, I mean, just bombs it. And Stevie Williams, who was a caddy at the time, said that Tiger, he had his driver. He purposely pulls out a three wood, which is for mo- for people to understand, you just three wood probably about 30 yards less than you do your driver. Purposely pulls it out and hits it further than Phil. So that was the mind games because Phil grew up in the California area and had all of these um, uh, titles and everything. So Tiger's like, we, you know, he's, uh, Phil, I think it's six years older, but here's this person that has all these titles in California. Now you're coming up. You want to show people you're the best person mm-hmm. that came out of California as a golfer. So it was just, uh, so Phil even asked him, he was like, you know, do you normally hit your you're three with that far? And he was like, further. I normally hit it further. <laughs> so <laughs> you get that side of, of Tiger. And then when he went on his dominant streak where he held all four titles at one time, not in the same calendar year, but he had won the U.S. Open, then the what was then called the British Open, then the PGA, and then came around to the Masters and, and won that. You just see that this zone that they described that he just gets in and – it hasn't been a golfer since then that has just got into that zone where you're able to block out everything, which is even why the reason that he won the um, the the British Open after his father passed. It had only been a few weeks, and it's like um, Nick Faldo was saying that he played with him the first two days. It, you know, everything that's going on around you, when you get on the course, that's your safe haven. That's where you can block out everything and just focus on what you do. And, of course, he broke down in Steve's, uh, his caddy's arms crying after they won it because then now the distractions come back. It's completed. You've done what you came to do, which was win, 
and now all the distractions can come back. Gotta, yeah, now, right. yeah, now you have to go back to reality, mm-hmm. so to speak. So make sure you you check that out. Uh, when we come back and from break, we will get into NBA. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 AM. Be right back. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, Check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA news. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Caroline from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey, I'm Murphinetti. You can say Murphinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judiciary system, to the political world. <laughs> To the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com. Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com. DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWE 1100 AM. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the DNA. This is Asa the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree. Say so. 404-603-8770 is that number to call in once again. 404-603-8770. Um, before, Don, we... before you go to the NBA, I don't know if you saw this. You just got some breaking news. The commissioner of the Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred, says teams should prepare for a 162-game season this year and reporting to spring training in February. Oh, they're not leaving that money on the table that they, that they, wow. that they lost last year. So 162 games. You can play in empty stadiums. 
Yeah. Some places will be empty. Some places will have limited crowds. Limited crowd, crowd, right. You can play and travel. Mm. So that'd be interesting. I mean, spring training will be essentially a semi-bubble. Because, you know, you got two or three different sites and all everybody be down there. It, it, you know, that won't you, be too bad. You got to make sure you're uh, – now, this is the year, depending on what kind of farm system you have, because you definitely going to have some guys, uh, you know, contact tracing, you know, True. teams, you know, uh, you know, someone catch COVID, you know, how do you – Right. So I wonder, excuse me, I wonder if because you're going to have the 162, have they put anything in there as far as being able to have extra guys, players that I can have on the roster? Can I, you know, bring guys up or down more Correct. quickly or more on the roster from the because I'm going to I may it's a possibility that I may lose lose players to COVID. Correct. So I wonder if those changes would be in there. And well. if you're as a team, uh, which we're seeing in the NBA. The whole contract contact tracing not only affects one person, it could affect three or four people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you got you got your pitchers, <laughs> you got your outfielders, you know, you got your utility players. Um, so, uh, you, yeah. But at the end of the day, they're not losing this money this year. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that was, ain't gonna happen. It was evident from uh, last year with the sixty-game season, and was it St. Louis? Had played like five games. Everyone yeah. else had played twenty. Miami. They made sure them sixty games got the played. Play, yeah. They had a, uh, quite a few double headers there yeah. down oh, the yeah. stretch. Yeah. Well, so, for for one part, you had to see who could win the division. So if you only played St. Louis, which wasn't a good team, you know, then that helped with your wins. You could be like, oh, well, now we're no longer uh, two or three. We're up to you know either the top seed in the NL Central or. Or we're we're a wild card team. Yeah. So it is necessary to play Plus two, the games for the players, for the most part. Players want their full salary, then you're gonna go out here and risk this COVID then. You want your full you want your full paycheck? Go out here and travel. And that that was part of it too. The the they tried to delay the season to like Memorial Day to give players and fans time to get the vaccine if they were gonna get it. But the players, players the union want their full money. Exactly. So in February. And would accept nothing less. Yeah. So <laughs> nothing more, nothing you're less. Not, right. And they probably won't, you know, sports won't get like everybody else. They they're not gonna see their shots then again until till May, May, June. Mm, it might be yeah, part of that yeah, second yeah. wave. It'll it'll be interesting to see. Because and and it, it the other thing too is, just because you get it, the the vaccination don't mean that that's that's it. Like you can't get it again. Like you can't catch it. Can't, yeah, you yeah. still have to do all the necessary things to protect yourself. It just you know, it, if you were to get it, then the either long short term and long term effects will not be as severe. Yeah. That's all that means. Supposedly. Supposedly. Right. Again, we we still don't know. Uh, also, before we go to NBA, real quick, uh, NHL will be back starting Wednesday. Uh, my Chicago team, which we, we still got that nickname, uh, <laughs> take on Tampa Bay. Might like, might we, might we, we can still say it for right now. Yeah, because I might not be able to yeah, say it like well the Blackhawks. Might as well go ahead and use it while you can use it. Use it while you can use it. <laughs> Wind up like the... 
Golfer. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first game kicks off will be Pittsburgh versus the Philly Flyers. You got Montreal versus Toronto, and then Vancouver against Edmonton. Those are your four games to start off the 2021 season uh, for the NHL, even though it's only started in 21. But they're still calling it the 2021 season. Um, the biggest thing um, that was announced today is that they will have a, a Lake Tahoe event, um, which will feature the Avalanche versus the Golden Knights. That will be Colorado against Vegas. And also the Boston Bruins against the Flyers. So it'll be cool to see uh, that game take place. There won't be any fans, but, you know, it'll be outdoors. Lake Tahoe, you have... Obviously, lake, the mountains, and yeah, everything. Yeah. Uh, it's nice up in some that time area. up there. It's yeah. nice in that area. That that part of the country is a good trifecta. Y'all ever been up there? Check out Reno, Sacramento, and Lake Tahoe. Yeah. So, and a lot of um, uh, golf tournaments are held in Tahoe. So, be good to see the uh, NHL branch off into that area and have uh, the um, outdoor. Um, Game played. Game played out there. And uh, I think it's February 20th. Yes, Saturday, February 20th. Uh, with the first uh, match of that day being Colorado versus the Golden Knights. So I look forward to that. Uh, also, the first black player to play uh, in the um, in hockey, uh, Ori, will have a helmet decal to honor um, him and also observe MLK Day coming up. So, NHL trying to be on the right side of things. Uh, but let's go to NBA. Uh, speaking of COVID, two games canceled tonight. <laughs> um, are we going to make it through this season? Uh, of course, the NBA sent out a half schedule, so we only got the first 40-some games with uh, 30 games because uh, they're only playing 72. So, are we going to have a full season? No. They're going to play the whole season, but they won't get the 72 games. How many, how many? They're probably... 65? We're cutting yeah. off about seven games? Yeah, uh-huh. That sounds you, about I mean, because you don't... So, this is January. Yep. I mean, you still got it. You know, there's certain... You know, California still got it real bad. Texas has still got it real bad. New York has still got it real bad. So, um, you know, these are just the states. You got teams in all those states. So <clears throat> the likelihood of, you know, one of those state teams, one of those teams in those states, you know, having players contra- contra- contract. Contracting COVID. Yeah, and then so. Because you got to have eight players. That's the rule. You know what? The Sixers put out seven the other night. Put out seven. But they, they dressed eight. Yeah. Even though one person was injured, they – Technically dressed, they. You're not gonna have too much of that going on when you know Dwight Howard got to be your point guard on paper <laughs> and on, you know that's that's yeah, just, that was... that's just not good basketball. It's not it's not good viewership just to make so. You know, if they don't have to make these games up when you start when that thing start unfolding and you see you know, then I don't see them. They get the 72. They'll try. But again, but, the game was postponed, not canceled. Postpone, obviously, meaning they're going to try and make mm-hmm. it up to get to that 72 Yeah, games. they're going to leave that door open for yeah, 72, yeah. but I think it'll be like this. And it depends on if, once again, just like with, uh, we're talking about St. Louis, if you need that game to be played yeah, yeah. for play. seeding or something. And if you don't, yeah. But if you don't, 
then it's... Uh, but I think this one will because tonight's game, one was uh, New Orleans versus Dallas. This would have been Przingis' first game back uh, since he had knee surgery. And this would have been the first game, right, <laughs> the first game of the season. So that, yeah, both of those are potential playoff oh, teams. Team. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll definitely need that. And the other one was um, Boston versus the Bulls. You so may not Boston need, may need it before seeding. seeding the Bulls probably not. You know, yeah, and then Boston not. may not need it. You know, just depending it on depends. if they're solidly where they need to, whatever that is one, two, or three. Kind of where we have them at anyway. If they're yeah. in there solid, then so based on that, I feel like seven games won't get paid. Won't get won't played. Get played. Um, seven to ten. Seven so. to ten. A lot has been made, uh, speaking of COVID, uh, about um, Kyrie. For the last few games, for he's labeled it personal reasons, he has chosen not to play. And don't have a problem with that. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's because of COVID. And um, he escaped um, one of the games that was uh, had uh, like only seven or eight players from contract tracing. Uh, he obviously didn't play in and he the other game was uh, going to be against Memphis that he chose not to play in some are saying it's because of what took place last Wednesday at the Capitol and the um, clear difference in how uh, the white rioters were treated as opposed to the Black Lives Matter and other groups Whatever the reason that he chose, or he just, you know, is taking a break. What if he's doing load management? You got to let your head coach know. You can't sit there and let your players know and not let your head coach know. Your head coach should be able to come to any press conference and say, I've spoken with him. He gave me his reasons. If you want to know, you need to ask him his reasons. But I'm not going to divulge that and he's not playing. Like, let yeah. give your coach a heads up. Not your players being like one year, two years. <laughs> Him and Nash, one year, two years. Well, it look like Nash ain't the coach if that's the case. So you like look. he he's really acting. So we gonna pick we gonna pick Kyrie <laughs> over Nash. So we picking a we go we picking we picking Bo Nix Bo Nix over Gus over, over Gus. I'm just gonna make sure I'm on the right track for for the night's thought process, <laughs> which is true. Gus and Mazan's fired. He's gone. And Bo, Knicks. And then now we saying. We taking Kyrie. We're take Kyrie. Kyrie over, over Steve Nash at the end of the year. If they don't make, they at least got to make second round of the playoffs. And this is what we talked about. They look so great starting off. Went 2-0, looked great. But what? how are they going to be when distractions come in, when adversities come in? Will they stick together and as that, a team? And that distraction being Kyrie. Yeah, well, we knew what, what the, we knew what the distraction was going to be. Yeah, because I don't think the other players who played well got to the playoffs. I don't think that they were going to be a distraction as far as minutes are concerned. I don't think that they would have flexed their muscles and been like, you know, no, look, no, no, I was they... playing twenty-seven minutes a game, thirty minutes a game. Now I'm only getting in ten no, because they, they were they they were good. They understood. I mean, everybody understood. You understood. Even you minus Kevin Durant, you understood that your starters were hurt. And that's the only reason why you were playing. DeAndre Jordan as well. Yeah, I'm going to say. Who else was in the part of that starting six? Was Prince part of the starting six, Tayshaun? I mean, Torian, excuse me. Uh, I want to say I, so. Well, he was in the rotation, yeah. but he was hurt, right? I, uh, I, that's what I, think. So I think he was part of that six that didn't play. Yeah, like the 
four out of they four out of they five starters before Kevin Durant even came on the scene was hurt last year. Right. You know, so which included Kyrie. Yeah. So I, I, you wasn't going. That wasn't going to be an issue with the the you know bench players demanding more time. The issue was going to be how does how does Steve Nash kind of keep everybody happy because these guys did make the playoffs without right. your starters. But, but there were some guys they had to get off, pull off the street. Like yeah. Jamal Crawford, I don't think he played very much. Um, Michael Beasley, they signed him, but then he could he had contracted COVID, so he had to leave. Yeah. Right. Uh, so they were just grabbing people to yeah. come play. Yeah. So that wasn't going to be the issue. The issue was going to be once you got the two big dogs back, <laughs> Kevin Durant how, and, and Kyrie. how they were going to mesh, and then were you going to be able to put up Kevin Durant's never been a distraction anywhere he's been. He wasn't a distraction mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. He wasn't a distraction in 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 uh, o- uh, Oklahoma. But I he's mean, so efficient. In, uh, in the Warriors. Anybody that can score 25 points yeah. on like eight shots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exaggerating yeah. a little bit. But I'm saying anybody that efficient is you're not demanding or yeah. saying every give me the ball, give me Every the ball. once in a while, you catch them on a burner account on Twitter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every once in a while. That's, but that's not a that's not a distraction. Most times, you be like, why yeah, are right. you following up with people talking noise that don't know an ounce of what you know in basketball? basketball. Like, why are you worried about, you know, but... Like, have a real conversation yeah. against... Uh, uh, who would I say? Yeah, Stephen A. or Barkley. Anybody. Yeah, yeah, Shaq, yeah, you yeah. know, like that. Yeah, he actually need to give 45 tips on how to do the burn. <laughs> <laughs> he got yeah. a whole podium that he yeah. can go and speak from. Nah, nah, but nah, anyway, nah, 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 I gotta, digress. Got to give, gotta give 45 some tips. On, KD, <laughs> give 45 some tips on how to get how to get a burner account. account. But we always we knew the headache was going to be sage waving. <laughs> Earth flat. <laughs> Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah. And it, and it's proven true. It was just a matter of time. And again, again, you taking personal time, I, I don't think, because of Kevin Love, mental health is now talked about a lot more mm-hmm. than it was in the past. It yeah. was taboo before, but it's starting to come out now. So whatever your mental health that you need, do it. But it's also a way of being professional. Yeah. You can't at your job yeah, not, not show up. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to not today, but <laughs> but, but I'll let the boss know. Yeah. So hey, I'm I'm not feeling it today for. Any of you don't want to tell why. Not not feeling it today. I'm just letting you know. Give me a heads up. Yeah. Okay. You know but we can have a discussion that, later. Even at that, you only got a couple of times to do it. <laughs> right. Right. You you know you there needs to be an explanation at some yeah, point. Yeah, you need to be sick, depending <laughs> on who your employer is. So, um, so second round with this going on, or conference finals with this going on? Like, cause you got to win to put up with this. You got to win, and they're not winning right now. Like the starters came in and won the other night, but uh, I don't think they get out. <laughs> They got. I'll take that back. Talent always gets it in the first round. Yeah, yeah. I say second round. What's the without injuries? I mean, yeah. barring injuries, talent always wins in the first round or matchup. Like if it's just a bad matchup, i.e., Denver against what was the, uh, Seattle that year? That was one oh, yeah, eight. Yeah. Um, no, that was um, 
when Matumbo was sitting yeah, there Matumbo, holding the ball. Matumbo was Denver. Who did he beat? Yeah, that was one eight. <coughs> yeah, no, but, but wasn't it Seattle that they beat? Yeah, yeah, Seattle. It was Seattle. Okay, okay. Yeah. So matchups. Yeah. I.e. Memphis against San Antonio. But nowadays that is match. That was five games. Right, 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 right. Even if matchup is there, if you got better talent. Better talent. Seven, seven games, games. Right. You still should win the first round. So <laughs> they get past second round. Second round will depend it up on matchups. Match, yeah. They'll they'll need a favorable matchup because this this can't continue. You're taking away Nash's ability to lead this team. Mm-hmm. And it'll be one of those situations where Nash is going to be one and done. Well, I always thought that I always thought bringing in Nash was more of a move toward keeping KD happy than, yeah, it was, it was. than toward keeping Kyrie, Kyrie happy. And I so, agree. if you know, Kyrie does this kind of stuff, Kyrie would be somewhere else, in my opinion. It's the same thing with um, why um, what's the name is on his roster? D'Antoni. Yeah. If Nash doesn't cut it, we got a head coach right here and waiting. We move on. Yeah. And I think that's one of the issues we'll talk about the Hawks right now. Uh, granted, they're having injuries, but losing four of the last five. I told you last week, I said you lose two in a row, but it can't be the Cleveland and the Knicks. And they turned around and lost to Cleveland, Cleveland and, the and the Knicks. Again, Nate McMillan was not – it's not like Nate McMillan and Lloyd Pierce were buddies. Like, you know, they've been knowing each other for years, and Nate didn't have a job. He's like, hey, man, come be an assistant mm-hmm. coach with me. You know, we can yeah. we can change this culture. That was a, a Travis Slink move. You know, that's upper management saying let's bring in Nate McMillan. So again, Coach Pierce, if the Hawks if the Hawks are not in the playoff consideration, there's a head coach that's had success right six inches over. Yeah, yeah. That would now be the new head coach of the Hawks. We're probably saying less talent the way this Hawks roster is compared to that Pacers roster. Take away Olin Depot. What what kind of what kind uh, of talent? Malcolm Brogdon, that's it. Okay. Sabonis. Oh, I forgot Sabonis is there. That's that's it, though. Yeah, I mean, Miles Turner isn't what they thought he'd be. Right. Yeah, it's. I agree. Hawks have much more talent. Now, of course, last week, a lot's being made of Trey and um, Collins um, not seeing eye to eye um, and how the offense is run, which, as a big man, this is uh, – a contract year for Collins. I want to say he turned down the initial offer of four, four years, ninety million. I think he was uh, pretty much betting on himself, hoping to have one of those years next to Clint Capella, playing yeah. in his natural position of power forward, to have one of those seventeen and eleven, one point five type seasons to where you can probably go above the hundred million dollar mark, or you know, right around. Yeah. Again, I think it was five, four for ninety million. So you know you're trying to exceed the hundred million dollar mark. So you complaining about how the offense is run with Trey Young? Yeah, it's gonna be a little clash. Uh, never have <coughs> that been the situation before. But now again, you got a true center in Capella that's there that's gonna do some of the pick and roll. Really? So that's taken away from some of your productivity. So. You know, you want to maximize as much as possible while you're out there. Now, whether this gets smooth over or not has a lot to do with Lloyd. Pierce. I'm about to say that's that's that's, that's coaching. That's a head coach. That's a head, head coach. coach situation there. Because <laughs> you got two young guys. Neither one of these guys have been in the league long enough to demand anything. Right. You know, especially when you haven't been a winning organization. Right. So, um, in 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 those two gentlemen's tenure. 
So that definitely is, Pierce, you got to step in, make this right. So you got to squash stop, whatever stop it is. Stop the bleeding on both ends, bleeding on the floor and in the locker room. <laughs> But you also asked some of your veteran guys to step in. That's the reason why you brought Rondo, Rondo in and, you know. You brought um, Solomon Hill yeah. in from Miami. Uh, the other thing is, uh, what's his name? Um, the shooting guard. He's out for like Dunn. three months. Huh? No, not done. Uh, just got hurt. Uh, oh, last Bogdanovich. Game. Bogdanovich, right. So you're losing scoring with that, which now puts Cam uh, Reddish Back into the starting lineup, which, you know, Cam has uh, played a lot better this season. Um, he worked out a lot with Steph over the offseason. So you can see the growth in that. So hopefully, again, he was brought in, Pierce was brought in for development. That's what he did with the Sixers because he had Embiid when he was a Sis coach. Embiid and Simmons were, were rookies at the time in first year. So he was part of that player development. So that's why the Hawks brought him in. It's because, okay, you helped develop their talents. Yeah. Let's see how you develop these young guys' yeah. talents. And it was more so that than X's and O's. Now, if these guys don't start to perform once again, especially on the defensive side of the ball, scoring the ball has never been a problem for the Hawks. That was their problem all of last year uh, up until things got canceled for them. They couldn't stop anybody. And, again, playing against the Nets – all well and good, you dropped 141, but you gave up 144. Like, you can't do that against, like you mentioned, losing to Cleveland and losing to the Knicks. They played better defense. They held Cleveland under 100. I think the Knicks were 90-something. But you got to do a – it's certain points in the game that you have to have stops as a defensive team. Even if, you know, the, the night hasn't been great, you got to get certain stops to either stop the bleeding or to stop it from getting way out of hand because everybody makes runs in the NBA. That, that's part of it. But the Hawks are not getting those key stops. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you almost had me for a week there. <laughs> well, we were four, what, they were four and two and leading four and the two, um, and you almost had They me, were had number me, one had in me the believing, standings. Had me believing. Like they might get to nine. It was all good as the week ago. Yeah. <laughs> Things have changed, haven't they? Yes, they uh, have. Even looking at um, Washington, D.C. Uh, with the Wizards, Russell Westbrook is going to be out for a week because of a, a left quad injury. So that will affect how the um, Wizards play. Well, actually, it just go back to what it's always been. Bradley Beal dropping what he dropped, 57. 60. 60, In a loss. Me. And then the next night, it was 40-something in a loss. In his like seven best games, they've lost all of them. All of them. <laughs> I don't know when that when the trade deadline is this year, just because of you know the odd the odd schedule. Right. But I won't be surprised if Bill be like, you know what, let's get me out of here. <laughs> and Lee and Lee Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I didn't even get out of DC. Period. Because they're two and eight. They've lost three straight. And he averaging. Yeah, it was in <laughs> Now the biggest surprise is Toronto being two and seven. I didn't, I didn't see that. I think I, I definitely had him in the playoff. You had him what, like two? I had him four. I had him in the four, in the top between four. one and four. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the Hawks are, are four and five right now. Lost four straight, and not really good. I'm surprised at the 76ers at seven and three. Uh, I guess Doc. Doc 
Yeah. The problem ain't Doc in the regular season. It's Doc outside of in that po- one time, out of that you know the two runs to the to the championship in Boston. He hasn't. He's done well the regular season. It wasn't a problem regular season in the Clippers. It was a problem in the playoffs. So I'm not surprised he has Philadelphia running and going early on. The the the, the situation would be can he get can he get Philadelphia over the second round hump? That's been Philadelphia's problem. Mm, I I don't know. It's let to be seen, Again, but that's his. Just like with Kyrie, it it'll have to be seen. Um, the Warriors in the West, six and four right now. They are tied with Utah. That's your four five matchup. Uh, this lets you know that players hear all the distractions, and everything. Of course, Steph been going off lately, and. Leading that team, but it's also been say that Draymond. Say that man's name with some respect. <laughs> but it's also Draymond been back and playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think also again for them as well, people like Kelly Oubre and those guys are kind of realizing what their uh their roles their role. are and how they and, need, and, and how to play with you know how to play with the uh, um with Steph and Draymond. So yeah, um, now that he's back and understanding. Draymond yelling at you is not don't take it personal. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to get you to be a better player. Um real quick before we Let's uh, let you KD. <laughs> you do some <laughs> Did you see Boogie's ejection on the quote unquote hard foul on it was, LeBron? One it was LeBron and two, LeBron don't sit there and hold his head like All right. his head came off. <laughs> you know what I mean? He he I was like, looking for the packet of ketchup. Right. <laughs> What, oh what kills me goodness. about LeBron and kills me about announcers or whatever, LeBron is the strongest player. And Known he, to man. And when he, <laughs> when he goes up there and, and gets an and one, if you touch him on his arm, it's like, oh, he fought they, through. They, he, he, he fought he flexed, through dude. He flexed. This one, he get hit. The ball ain't even past his waist. <laughs> this took it down somebody here. committed capital murder. Listen, what's the, uh, what's the movie that he just did? That must, that must have been a scene. <laughs> must have been a scene he was reacting. Uh, I mean, it's, I, I, it's, I, it's Boogie. Boogie has an unfair reputation. I mean, and he, so he any file like though. that, huh? He did hit him in the he head. Grazed him I know, in the but head. if but it, I somebody else had done it, one, but if worst. somebody else had done it, they wouldn't have got ejected. Yeah. It's, it's, and it was LeBron. Is, well, yeah. Now, if Chris Paul had done it to him. And it's LeBron. But I mean, even yeah. if Chris Paul had done it to LeBron, yeah. he doesn't get ejected. You know, come on. His reputation yeah, too. You can't sit there. Unfortunately. And roll over three times, yeah. ask for <laughs> ask for aspirins. Yeah, season of salt to be poured on you because you <laughs> marinating on the ground. <laughs> Not even Epsom salt. You need to give him season of salt. Lowry. <laughs> Lowry. <laughs> That's a shame. Y'all, y'all ain't no good. Um Oh, the Hawks, uh, right back quickly for the home team. Uh, they are taking on the 76 so They're taking on the best team uh, in the East right now. Uh, 55-46, Hawks are leading. We'll see if they can hold on to that particular lead. And uh, starting on Tuesday, January 26th, first the Clippers, the Hawks will have a reduced capacity crowd. They're going to have approximately 1,700 tickets uh, for sale starting uh, January 26th, so Hawks fans, Atlanta, if you are able to get a few of those been, tickets. Even better not to be on this four-game losing streak. I mean, people are still going to come and buy, but it would have been more of a hot, you know, a, a, a hot ticket to get 
you know, you was on. That continued winning winning streak. Yeah. But um, again, 1,700 is only 10% capacity. So it'll be interesting to see how they have people spread out. Which game? The Clippers is the first game. Oh, yeah. They're they, they going to be out. They're going to be out. Bust it. Bust it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 a. We come back. We got NFL to discuss. <laughs> Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Join me for a minute. I want you to hear something. Sports Talk it is. Welcome. You're listening to the Sports Talk Show, and I'm the Sports Talk Wayne Candy. The Three Point Conversion Sports Lounge, and I'm your host, Mr. Controversy. Hello, and welcome to DNA Sports. I'll just down to D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. It's Sports Roundtable. I am your humble host, HO. Download the Real 1100 app from your Google Play or Apple App Store today. With the My Social Security account, you can request a replacement Social Security card, estimate your benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. If you were tuned in visually, you saw me. I've been practicing today one time for Juju and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Corvette, Corvette. Ran out of gas. Uh, 4460387700 is the number to call in. They lost to the Browns, who hadn't won a playoff game since. 18 years. That was last time they went. That last time they went. Oh my bad. They ain't won a playing game. Their coach was Bill Belichick. (laughs) (laughs) They were what nine to seven that year. Uh, Something like that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I mean, again, I. Well, they're playing around trying to lose it. Yeah, that's when you thought the Browns were going to be the Browns, right? If you take away, if you take away. The, the the first seven points, which was the long snap over, over the head, over the head, fall on the seven. ball. They, they both tried to, but they fell on each other. <laughs> Bad news, big. <beers. laughs> no punishment. <laughs> it's how they were playing. Um, so what? The final score was forty eight thirty seven. Yeah, you take away that seven, forty one thirty seven. That you know, granted four points, but now the pressure. You know that the, so, it. it be, I agree. Being un, being a, being less than twenty eight zero is is bad. Don't get me wrong, but when Pittsburgh started to come back, 
you can't tell me people are thinking it's the Browns. Yeah, or the Browns. Like, 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 the Browns uh, Juju never said that. Like, couldn't it's think the, Browns, the Browns. But you know, it's us again. They never got it to less than one a one score. Five turnovers. That tells you all you need to know. Yeah, as far as Pittsburgh. Five turnovers. Yeah. And they said that any team that commits four turnovers loses 98% of the time. So it's it's a foregone conclusion that that many turnovers. It's hard to lose a game when the other team commits that many yeah, turnovers. Give you short field. Pick you, six. Give you seven. <laughs> right. Touchdown. Twice. Twi- right. four, so 14, 14 points. 14 points. <clears throat> so, you know. And it wasn't like one of those passes was tipped. Like Ben just Ben looked bad. So for the so I so I'm sitting here thinking about people were like, how can they go from eleven and old to basically twelve and five, right? Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they they went down, they went they won one out of the last six games. Mm-hmm. They're an old squad at their major pieces. The Ponzi guys are old. Injuries. Ben too. is old. They added injuries too, but you just talk. Uh, just, just look at their. Um, Bush didn't play, and what's his name? On but the on the offensive side, the O line, they never really, re- they never have really replaced Le'Veon Bell, which was evident you know. all year. <laughs> so you know, I'm not saying, because they did not run the ball yeah. at all. So that finally caught up to them. You know, so you really you know they thought Connor and was it was the fool's guy. goal by playing <clears throat> them. Uh, right before the season ended and only coming within a failed two-point conversion of going to overtime. Well, I'm also going to put this into that. that you, you got that as well. It's, you never know what you're going to see when you see a team three times and especially within less than a week. Um, you know, how much changing are you going to be able to do? So I will give the Browns credit, not only that you get yeah, um, but they didn't practice well, because of COVID. They they couldn't even practice. Which is even better for them, though. I'm seeing a team I just seen last week. So now, you know, granted, practice not may, might not have been, but I can go through the motions because I've seen this team twice already. It's a division foe. So. Yeah. But I also think what people are not putting into consideration with the Steelers, though, as far as the fall off, is you got Ben, you got Ponce, you got those core players on the offensive side that are old. <clears throat> but this year... I think took more out of out of Pittsburgh because of COVID. Like they had their uh, they had their technical uh, uh, bye week. They bye week was week two. You know, which what they wasn't scheduled. I don't think they have a bye week to like week six or week seven. And so now they were forced to basically play other people's 12. COVID problems change yeah, their schedule yeah, to playing yeah, on a yeah. Tuesday. So you know, I'm not trying to put any excuses. I'm just trying to I'm not trying to give. I'm not trying to take any way for anything from Cleveland. I'm just trying to say. There's reasons on why Pittsburgh f- fell off the cliff immediately it, it was after funny. 11 wins. It was also funny <clears throat> to see so many people giving Baker Mayfield so many compliments. I'm like, they had five turnovers. Like, not taking anything away because we've seen he didn't have no turnovers though. Right, exactly. And that's that was what about he to say. Do. And I was about to say he didn't lose the game. Yeah, and he made. I always say there are five throws that a quarterback has to make. He made those five throws that he needed to make, and he made sure that he didn't fumble the ball or throw a bad pick or a pick six, and he fed the beast. They gonna get plural. They gonna get and chug. They gonna get river ran up out of there. Next <laughs> you sound week. like Claypool for the Pittsburgh Steelers, where he was like, "Oh, that's good. You know, they beat us, yeah, whatever." But they about to get basically. He didn't use the word, but Molly Wop. Yeah. This coming weekend, and not saying that they won't be able to put points up on Kansas City. I think because they, they can run the ball, they run the ball, they run the ball. But because you gave up thirty-seven points, <laughs> basically OB, all in the OB. second OB. half. Well, Ben had what five hundred yards or something like that. Like, you, you know, so yeah. 
I know the, the emptiest five hundred. The empty calories. But I I know who's not going to uh, for the most part, probably not going to have. He might have two turnovers. Maybe you might get two out of uh Pat Mahomes. But he's typically I play one. He about to say he's typically one Ward or less. Isn't, I don't think Denzel <clears throat> Ward is going to be back. Um, for Cleveland. Oh yeah, cornerback. So I mean, but. I got I speaking of Bell, I got Bell in Kansas City. So I got somebody I can hand the rock off to in Kansas City. You know, yeah. who's been in the playoffs, who's you know Yeah, but it's it's hard to stop Kelsey on a I, I ain't third even got and three, I'm just talking about one. you got yeah, you got Or Mahomes Ma- escaping escaping, or the the cheetah <laughs> or Sam Watkins. or uh who's number seventeen? Um, uh Hardman. 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 Like Miko. If Pittsburgh Robinson they got, got 37, Kansas City get 48. I, I I really think Pittsburgh thought they had the game. Again, you just played them, and you played with backups, and you came within a two-point conversion of going to overtime. It was 24-22. You know they didn't practice this week because of uh, COVID and tracing. They didn't have their head coach. You know, like, the special teams coach was the interim coach for the – like, all of that – you like, we got this. Like, again, like they said before the game, this is the Browns. Even if we get down, like they did in the game, it's the Browns. They're going to eventually go back to who they are. But I thought that Tomlin not going when it was, what, 35-23? Not going yeah, forward that on fourth and one. that fourth and one on their 40-yard line. It was, was it? it was like their own 40. It was their own 40. But still like, it was you down, fourth and one. Uh, well, I think it was 12. eleven at twelve at the time. Go for it, but when you don't have a running game, <coughs> that's what happened. You ain't had one in six weeks. It wasn't like, you but had- you weren't. They had, um, they had scored on that drive. Like, but you supposed your to defense have, had been playing well yeah. in the second half at that point. Go well, for it. It wasn't and, like Cleveland fourth, was still yeah. up and, and one, down the field. Fourth and one with no running game. You supposed to have a couple of call play calls in there to get you one. They ran. Yard. They ran quick, some quick screens. A quick screen, quick slant, right. anything, anything. Um, standing and the, way, in, and the way the game has started for you, you need to make up all that. You got to <laughs> talking about sage. <laughs> the, you needed to sage yeah, the all fo- that. The football guards <laughs> were not in your favor in the first half, so you don't need to think they're gonna be in your in your favor in the second half. <laughs> um, staying in the AFC with uh, games. Um, congratulations to Mar Jackson and then Baltimore. Uh, they stomped on the on the logo uh, thanks to uh, interception by Peters that sold up that game twenty thirteen over Tennessee. From about week 14, you saw the, the Baltimore Ravens defense getting better and better and better each week. But so much was put on rushing for 400 yards by Baltimore and Lamar Jackson playing well that you forgot about how well the defense played. And like anybody, you feel disrespected. You keep hearing about Henry rushing for 2,000 yards and what he's going to do to you and everything. So, for them to hold Henry to 40 yards on 18 carries was the game for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, granted, Lamar, amazing, uh, especially that touchdown run. And they were another team down 10-0 early. Uh, one huge interception that, you know, I don't – it looked like somebody opened the door uh, it's when the, he threw that it's, ball. It's, it's the same – that well, his touchdown run is the same play he gashed uh, the Cowboys for. If you go back and look at it <coughs> – excuse me. It's the exact same play. Yeah, but he outran so many angles on this one. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. There's fast and then there's 
Lamar fast because he should have been tackled first at the line of scrimmage. Uh, but once they didn't clip him there, he outran five people that all had angles. So, I mean, a credit to him. He got his proverbial his monkey off his back yeah, in mean, his first game, first playoff game. So his first playoff game, like he was 0-2, right? I don't put I don't put Lashy on him because they lost both their running backs going into and then I also kept on saying They didn't have Ingram this game. But they have they had no, no running backs running. last year. He was the running back. <clears throat> so and right. I didn't and I didn't understand with him being the, the in the play calling last year with not having any running backs didn't make sense to me as far as how they were using Lamar. But Dobbins stepped in well um, yeah. yesterday. But you know, this year, granted they've they've they replaced yeah. Running backs, you know, Ingram's still there, but they've had they got two other guys based on Dobbins, what happened last year. So you who they drafted from Ohio State, correct? But I um, <clears throat> I uh, Tennessee, in my opinion, has a problem. If I can stop Tannehill, I mean, if I can stop Henry, Henry, you put it on Tannehill, and he ain't the guy. No, he's not. He's <coughs> much better than he was in Miami. I give him credit for that. He's gotten better, but yeah, he's not—he's not somebody that you could say go win it. For and they him. got wide receivers. That's, that's Brown, a, Brown is a that's the thing. It's not like they don't have. A They're set. what Jacksonville was five years ago, where well, everything no. is there except, except no, for their defense is not there. Like Jacksonville, well, okay, was. right, yeah, okay. No, that's not. I mean, everything else, right? The defense, I'll, I'll take that back. It's not as good, but I mean, as far as seems like everything is there, except you don't have that quarterback. That you know can go get it done yeah, for you. Yeah, if, if everything ain't perfect, he ain't the guy. I'm that. just glad Lamar set up all these people that were saying he couldn't win a playoff game, he couldn't come from behind, and which he, he did both of those. Yeah, one on the road and, and one on the road, behind. right? So they get who he has next. He has um, Buffalo. Buffalo. Now this is why. Which I, Buffalo? They are solid game um, quarterback. Um, uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Almost Played gave it away. well. Yeah, almost gave it away. I don't think people realize how good the Colts really are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I and mean, Frank Wright blew that. Kicked the field goal at the end of the half. Actually, well, toward the end of the half. The Colts won the game. They left. They left, they left nine. They left a lot of points. Nine points. There. No, yeah, seven points, but really nine. So, first half, instead of kicking the field goal, he went for it on fourth, fourth down. Three, fourth so, down. that's three points. They missed the field goal. Right. That's six. six. Um, and then uh, they went for two. So no, my bad. They left. They left eight. They left eight points out there because they went for the two and got that or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but still, they, they and they, it seemed like in every category they probably beat them except the scoreboard. They either beat them. I or think they're the first team to. I think they had four hundred and fifty yards of total offense and no turnovers. No turnovers. And the first team to lose had right. first downs. Like, like you want you want to read stats. You look at the stats, just close your eyes and be like, well, how many yards did they get? Like you said, 400 plus. No uh, How many first downs? Uh, 12-plus. <laughs> no turnovers. What was, your, what was your third down conversion? Oh, it was high 60%. Right. <laughs> That's all the recipes but, for winning a game. But in the red zone, they were like two for five. Missed the field goal, didn't go for a field goal, went for the fourth right. down. <clears throat> so. I, I 27 I, first downs. <laughs> How do you get a, a lot is being said about Philip Rivers? You know, of course he was just brought in to, to go all in basically this year. I keep and every other quarterback 
Wentz is being talked about going. Like everybody's talking about going there because again, they have no, they have all the ingredients. Yeah, okay, no, they right. Have, they, they have all the they ingredients. They have everything. They, you got they are the Jaguars from yeah, about five yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, because yeah. everything is there. Their defense is not bad either. I mean, Taylor got, runs the ball well. O line is mm-hmm. uh, the top rated O line. Uh, between them and the Browns, it's a one-two. And if you want to look at you, it, you in the e, in the one of the easier divisions, divisions in, in the, the South. A- AFC South. So I mean, you ain't got to worry about Jacksonville for a while. You ain't got to worry about Texans for a while. Like, they might not even have a quarterback if they keep on. They talking they about Tua, <coughs> Tua for Watson. Would you do that real quick? Would you do that if I'm Houston? If you Houston, I mean, well, I should say if I'm Miami. If you're if Miami, oh, definitely. If, if this is just a straight trade. You take that ain't up. even a no, question. Uh, well, I, I think it's uh, Tua and the number three pick for Watson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. Immediately. <laughs> I, so the pro, so if everything's coming out of there that he's disgruntled, he's not made it well, public. One of the issues <laughs> was they didn't even interview Eric Bieniemy. You know, it's another thing not to hire him. You know. Yeah. That's without saying, but not to even interview that person. And that was one of the guys uh, last week when we were talking about black money. It's like, yeah, one of the best situations for Airbnb is Houston. Houston yeah. You know. Um, as if, far as the uh, offensive an- standpoint. Another issue is that the they hired a search firm to look for GM candidates. And the top two that firm recommended was the, uh, I think he's director of player personnel for the Steelers, Omar Khan. Okay. And Lewis Riddick were their top two candidates. And the Texans threw that out and hired a guy from the Patriots. See? Why are we still going back to the Patriots? We just did this a couple of times with that with Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. And, 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 they, it's, it's, I call it. And the defensive coordinator. For lack of a better word, it's an incestuous relationship. <laughs> They've had Bill O'Brien. They had Romeo Cornell. Yep. Mike Vrabel's been there. Yep. So that tells me. So if I'm, if I'm. If I'm Watson and I see this dysfunction going on at the top still, right. you know, yeah. then, then I'm I, I, I want out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be disgruntled. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in it my It was bad prime. enough you let my best wide receiver in Hopkins go. The but best now wide this? receiver in the league. It got me <laughs> old. Forget the not just my best option, the best wide receiver in the league, period. Um, then, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm out. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm making my – my feelings be known publicly, publicly now, which is not his mo. You know, no, he's been. He was quiet. quiet. When, he was quiet when they let Hopkins go. Yeah, he, he was. He, he didn't say much. You know, so but not now, like he could have said. Yeah. So if that's all that Houston is asking for, um, <sighs> then yeah, if it's two or four third round pick and a third round and a third, pick, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm still not sure. Uh, they about they two might. Round. Well, Houston. Miami has the number three overall pick. Houston might want that back because that was part of the Laramie Tunsil trade. Gotcha. The only way you get it is get rid of uh, Watson. But at this point, though, I mean, listen, Watson is just like Bradley Bleal right now. You know, whatever. He, <laughs> I mean, if you look at his numbers the last the last month of the season, yeah. his, his, he had MVP numbers. They lost all the games, but. I mean that played a part. That is. played a part of it too. Like, man, listen, I'm not gonna be out here, you know, right? Get, get myself getting, you know, running for my life and putting Every his numbers at the time. Yeah. And still through for four thousand yards. Uh, let's go to the NFC. Uh, your Washington football team. Y'all had Heineken. Uh, <laughs> Cheers to him. <laughs> uh, almost 
led y'all nah, to a victory nah, against Tampa Bay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, only the only people that's mad with him is the is the is the uh, the the betters. Because yeah, the yeah. line, that line, was, the line, that line was way higher than. Cause I I didn't have them scoring more than thirteen points. I thought I Alex didn't think Smith they were gonna be able to move the football. <laughs> but then when they put Alex, when they took Alex Smith out and put him in there, I was like, well, okay, Brown, and he's you know avoid, his legs. He could avoid getting sacked. <clears throat> but all that game dude made me mad because you could have. I still feel. Dwayne Haskins. No, play. I feel Ron Ron Riverboat Ron. Riverboat Ron just mishandled the quarterbacks all season long. <laughs> you trying to tell me because he he put, he started them that Carolina game. Well, that was going against his old team. He's I mean he started Haskins. If he put Heineken in there, Heineke in there midway through the third into the fourth, then didn't play him against the the Philadelphia. I'm just like, but again, that was that, that, uh, he, Heineken. Came from Carolina. Yeah, but he should have started. That's why Riverboat Ron brought but him with they, him. He put in Heine, he put in Heineke in the third, third quarter. quarter. Yeah, middle yeah. of the third quarter. If he started him, they win that they game. Maybe win that. They probably and win that game. And then rest. he starts against Philly. Yes, you can yeah. rest Alex Smith. Maybe he, he plays maybe the play playoff play. game. Yeah, thank you. That's yeah. like that's what I'm talking like. He screwed up how you handle these quarterbacks. Like I said, I'm not taking nothing away from Well, y'all got to get from a quarterback Has- next year. Yeah, we got no quarterback. We got well, how did he going to get a uh, We got no How did he going to be your starting quarterback? We got no quarterback. The the delusional rabid fans of the Washington football team. And I say the lot coming from a Cowboys fan. Well, go ahead. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm a reasonable Cowboys fan. You're the only one that I know. But go ahead. And I, I would say you are a reasonable <laughs> Washington football team fan. Okay? But I think, like, they're, they're – I haven't checked anything. I, I think they're calling the local sports talk stations and saying, we need to sign Taylor Heineke to a $100 million contract <laughs> and have it be our quarterback next year. I mean, but that lets you know how bad we have not seen. That's how long we haven't seen. Well, the last time we seen good quarterback play was RG three. No, no, no. Was Alex Smith when he before he before tore he got, he got hurt? Because when he hurt his leg, they were five yes. and two. Yes, that, and you right. know what I mean. Right. He was he was, and he's a good quarterback. Even now, even when he came back, he's he solid. Just, he's just limited. You yeah. know, and that leg is just not going. It's just to hold, not going to hold. It's up. not going to hold up a whole season or whatever. He is just limited. Now, if you want to sign him and make him a backup, that's fine. Y'all got to go get a quarterback without yeah. question. Allen is Allen that you brought well, from Carolina. Hey, you can do uh, what you did last time when you brought Donovan Mendab from Philly. I mean, go get Carson Wentz from Philly. Listen, I, I, I so we gonna have two bad two bad legs in the lineup. <laughs> his num his number is not in Ron Rivera's phone. Oh. <laughs> you see, he brought Heineke yeah. and Kyle Allen. He, so who's next? Cam. 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 He, he going to Cam. He, he going to get Cam. Cam. Cam I can believe Cam it. Cam will be there next year. Heineke will be two, and Alex Smith will be third on the on the on the depth, depth chart. chart. Uh, my Bears. Uh, even without <laughs> a Saints of, crowns and of, everything, speaking of needing a, a quarterback, quarterback. Uh, twenty-one <coughs> to nine, thanks to um, um, Jimmy Graham, Graham. <laughs> one-handed catch and out the building. That almost seemed like retirement. It didn't it though. He's like, it almost seemed like I, I did what I needed I did to, to do. do I'm, out. I'm out. Uh, the defense once again, great. I mean, <sighs> Saints have been averaging thirty plus a game. They only hold them to twenty-one points with Thomas being back. Camara being healthy, like 
it would again and I mean, we all knew that there was no way that NFL was going to let Drew Brees play his last. That would have probably, if he had lost, been his last home game. But, I mean, for the defense to play that well, only hold the 21 points, bend but don't break. And then the, the offense to only score three out, outside of the, obviously, the last touchdown. You, it's play you, calling. Have you, it's play uh, calling. Have you burned your whims jersey? Definitely. That changed the entire game. Because if it's a tie game 7-7, that – and you giving the defense momentum again to probably go get a three and out stop, put it back well, on actually, the offense and see what one, happens. They got three, so it really should be ten seven. They should y'all should have been up. Yeah, y'all could have easily been up ten seven. Right now you put the pressure back on <clears throat> on New Orleans. New Orleans, right, and. You put the pressure on them to figure out how to put Taysom Hill sometimes, I, how I, to keep Drew Brees. The defense was solid, but I also believe that's probably one of the worst play-calling games I've seen. Out I was of, saying, uh, the play-calling. Out of, out of, not, well, I understand the bad play-calling for Chicago, but I think it, oh, was, for New Orleans. it was some bad play-calling by um, uh, New Orleans. Yeah, their head coach. What's his name? Sean um, Payton. Sean Payton. Like, I just like you. I understand you all. Y'all, y'all front four is a dominant front four. It's hard to run. But he went in that halfway through that first quarter to almost halftime. I think he might have ran the ball four times. Like, he was on pace to do what my man in, in, in Arizona was doing. I mean, in, in Tampa Bay was doing. Uh, not run the ball at all. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you want to keep a defense Got to have up. a balance. Balance, keep a defense up. Right. Honest. And Kamara is one of those <laughs> backs that's a bell cow back. You can give it to him. 18, you, you got two bell cops. And you got, we got Murray, too. You got Murray. Murray's, Murray's right. a hammer, Murray too. too. You got two. Right. So, I'm just like, listen, You at some point, you had to realize in that game as well, almost, uh, we talked about Alabama and Notre Dame, like, you knew the points was going to be premium because right. of Chicago's defense. Deep, right. uh, no, premium because you, Chicago's offense is not going to go out here and no. light it up or whatever. <clears throat> so, why not? Run that ball, pound them, pound them, get them tired, you know, get that defense tired. After a while, you know, those two yards become four yards, those four yards become, you know, seven right. yards. Then you can hit them with the play action and whatnot. Um, but there were some plays that New Orleans even missed, but because of defense, that one, that fumble interception, that was yeah, going to be a touchdown. Because old boy was, old boy was wide, old boy was He's wide gone. open, but Jason Hill ain't the quarterback. He got to nah. hold the ball. He got to wind it up like a pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I enjoyed watching some of the game on Nickelodeon, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the explanations, the whole slime and everything. and uh, Use some cuss uh, words. I, yeah, right. <laughs> they got leaked out. <laughs> like I said, ain't nothing they don't hear at home, the kids. But a lot of people were, were posting pictures of watching the game with their kids, which normally doesn't happen, you know. So that was a time to bring – you know, families together to watch a football game where kids be like, oh, the game is on, I'm I'm yeah. going, I'm doing something else, playing my games or whatever. But because it was on Nickelodeon, they watched it. So uh, I, I look for that to be uh, something forward in the future that they will continue to well, do. Well, NFL's figuring out I need to be on all platforms. Reach all, all age reach groups. Reach all age groups. Men, women, child. <laughs> so Everybody. Nickelodeon, I'm going to be on one. Oh, you, you like Amazon Prime? I'm gonna go we'll throw it on there too. Tuesday, Greg. I'm gonna get a Tuesday. <laughs> I'm gonna get a Tuesday game. Amazon Prime. Uh, I think did they do Twitch already this year? 
Did they do Twitch this year? I don't know if they stream the game, but they they do post interviews and stuff and pre games and stuff. I know they got Yahoo Sports whatnot. So they just about on all. They're trying to figure out how to reach everybody. Hulu. Hulu has live sports. Yeah. Russell Wilson ain't won a playoff game since the Legion of Boom, basically. Uh, real disappointed in him because five sacks. Uh, granted, um, Rams have a great defense, but Aaron Donald gets hurt. Five sacks. Russell usually is able to escape from that to where he's sat maybe once or twice, but not five times from that defense or any defense for that matter. Um, to watch that game. I think Seattle was getting, and I'll be one of those people, I think Seattle got a lot more credit. I mean, they still wind up winning 12 games, but I think Seattle was just like Pittsburgh. They got a lot more credit than what they should have gotten. And I, one thing Seattle does Especially not have. Especially starting off the season, too, yeah, the way they yeah, did. Yeah. Russ being in MVP Pete conversation. Yeah. They don't have a running game. Like, maybe mm-hmm. they running back. No. They don't have a tight end. You know what I mean? So, once I take away, once, I, once a team like the Rams, and I've seen make you, you one dimension. Make you one dimension. Again, yeah. uh, this is a divisional game. game. Yeah, but I can take away um, what's his name? Um, Metcalf. 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 I keep on telling people Lockett. You, Lockett ain't the guy. Hey, you just don't like the last name Lockett. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's personal, right there. <laughs> that is personal. <laughs> that is personal. I let y'all know in a side conversation where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> it got nothing to do with it, but he ain't. He ain't. <coughs> he ain't a guy you can, you can go to twelve plus times and go and dominate a game. You know what I mean? Oh That's, man, he, he, he's not that. And especially when I don't have a tight end, True. so now I can roll. If I got a shutdown, like a shutdown corner, like like the Rams have in um in uh, Jalen uh, Jalen Ramsey. Then I then I can roll the rest I, yeah. of my coverage over. You know what I mean? Because Ramsey is able to play Metcalf or anybody one on one, basically with no help. No, yep. And at that point, then if you got a tight end, now you at least demand some eyes. You know, on the tight end. But if I don't got a tight end. I got running, running. running they tight ends there are more for run support than it is for out catching the hey, ball. It, so who's the it, next it, guy? It's time for for Pete Carroll to do something different. They now. need a re, they, they need a rehaul. They, they need they need a rehaul. I mean, you know, granted he won twelve games, and that's good. And probably one of the stronger conferences. I mean, division. Division. Right. But you can see their weaknesses. Oh, definitely. Uh, it'll that. be interesting to see this weekend. Uh, the rematch for the third time between Brady and Breeze, the old guys. It seemed like the, the NFC, the old guys, the ASC, the young guys. Yeah. You got Lamar, Patrick Mahomes, Allen. Allen, yeah. Um, and then uh, Baker, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> They're all under 26. <laughs> right. And then on the other side, you got the old man Breeze and 43-year-old Tom. Well, you know what that is in the Aaron AFC. Rogers. In the AFC, they've been bad for so long. <laughs> been up there. They've been getting them drafted. <laughs> and then um, the uh, Rams. Uh, other than Baltimore, Baltimore. I don't know what, again – Packers defense is strong enough to stop golf with a bad hand long enough. But the, on the defense side of the ball, we'll see if they're able to. But it is January. That's, a, that's the January one thing. January Lambo. It's yeah. January it's, Lambo. It's, it's two things. It's two things, too. I think they'll be able, I think the Rams will be able to play depending on, like I said, if Donald's there or not. His injury, we'll see how yeah. that goes. But Green Bay can move the ball around the three other guys. True. 
you know. So, Aaron Jones at running back. Yeah. Devontae Adams at wide receiver. And, I can't think of the tight end's name right now. And and Adams has not been there late last year and part of this year. You know, they've played without Adams. So it's nothing if I want to turn around and go to uh, – I can't call none of the wide receivers for green, but I know their number's 13. and <clears throat> So they got other weapons. That they can go to. That they, if you – which is fine. I think right. Adams is gonna get his 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 four to five catches, but or more than that. I think it'll be more than that. Well, let's just say he gets one touchdown. Because the one thing that they do well is they just don't say you're primarily lined up on the right side for you know ninety five percent of our plays. They'll put him in the slot. Yeah. They'll move him to the left. Well, I think so. I they'll think, move think, him around. Jalen will follow him though. Oh, I, I think so. But I'm saying they don't just stick to him being in. On the right side, 95% of the time, this is where you're going to be. They yeah. move him around enough. Uh, also, before before we get out of here. Green Bay wins that game, though. Green Bay wins. Yo, you cool with um, Dan Quinn going to the, your Cowboys since y'all got rid of Mike Nolan uh, for the defense coordinator? Uh, yeah, because I think the, the report is that the his style of defense is similar to which we had with Chris Richard because they, they were both coaches with the <coughs> Seahawks. Yeah, right. So – the roster fits that style of defense better. So the, I expect the secondary to play better, the linebackers to play fast. So I expect the defense to be better. I, I think so. I think that's a good move. He was a great defensive coordinator. coordinator. Should have never Just been a head, head coach, coach to begin with. So Eagles <laughs> fired um, Doug Peterson. I'm surprised because – I'm not. They just finished all the exit interviews. Yeah, but he was <laughs> – he had Jalen Hurts, and somebody else made him make that decision. Unless he got set up by um, the GM Howie. He the GM Howie go. set him up. According to the meeting, Doug Peterson was tired of being told what to do, and that what happened in that last game was the last straw. Because you could tell that that's not a coach's decision to all of a sudden pull your starting quarterback who has a chance to win the game to put in the guy who ain't played but once in the last three he years. He has five – if I'm him, I'm trying to go out west. Well, he Los Angeles. Uh, what what's the charges? charges? Might him up. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Lord, Larry, Lori, whoever Lori. the um, yeah, owner yeah. is, had already made the statement he'll have a job within a week, and I think probably by the end of the week, yeah, he'll have yeah. one. Uh, Atlanta's looking. Speaking of head coach, real quick, Joe Brady, the who? offensive coordinator, that was that the one who was in LSU that went to. Carolina. Carolina, yep. They're talking about bringing him in. And then they're talking about the GM being the executive from the Saints. Fontenelle. <coughs> yes. All, all I see is 79. <laughs> or 9 to 7. Follow DNA Sports Talk on <laughs> Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Twitch. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. DNA Sports Talk on Periscope. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website. www.dna Sports Talk. Back here next Monday. WWE 1100 AM. Get well, Dr. Dre. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so.